Welcome to the Not Just a Mom Show, where we have open and honest conversations about the vulnerabilities and the victories within entrepreneurship and new motherhood. If we haven't met yet, I'm Nicole Pazvir, and I'm going to be your host. Here on the show, we don't subscribe to perfection. In fact, being present is the new perfect, and showing up messy is the new norm. My hope is that this podcast serves as a safe space for me and inspiration for you to stop living life watered down. Together, we will uncover versions of our most potent selves where we show up unapologetically, intentionally, and without filter. We are worthy, just as we are, as all that we are, not just the label we put on ourselves. We are more than just a mom, and I'm so glad you're here. Hey friend, welcome to another week of the Not Just a Mom podcast with me, Nicole Pazvir. I'm so glad you're here. Um, This episode is, um, well, you'll just have to listen. Basically, it starts off with me not sure where it's going to go, and then it ends with a couple of um, helpful messages. I'm hoping they're helpful, at least. They were for me. They were nice little aha moments that I'm happy to share with you. So listen to the end um, because, yeah, hopefully they are things that you can implement in your life and reflect on deeper and, yeah, just all the things. I did record this on my deck, so you'll have to excuse the noises of the great outdoors, including the birds in my backyard and the dogs and all the things. Anyways, here you go. I hope you enjoy. So for several days now, I've had record a podcast on my to-do list. And it's actually kind of funny because when I first launched the podcast and um, set up a link for people to apply to be on the show, I was actually overwhelmed with the number of you who wanted to come have a conversation with me. Um, it was really cool. And... I had, I think I had something like nine interviews scheduled in like a four week period. And so I thought, okay, cool. Like I am going to be set for a long time. I'm going to have all these episodes batched. I'm not going to have to think about like recording my own episodes for a while. Unless of course something comes alive in my heart and I'm just dying to talk about it. Obviously, I'm happy to show up and record for those spontaneous and impromptu episodes. But in my head, I thought things were planned out and I thought I was in a good space. And then I don't even know what happened. I did have a couple batched and then those got released. And then I think I had to reschedule one of my interviews. And then two other people had to postpone their interview and so it's been like almost three weeks I think since I've actually recorded with someone and that means I don't have anything else batched and in my head I've told myself that I'm releasing a new episode every Tuesday so record podcast has been on my to-do list basically all week because I don't have anything ready to publish on Tuesday. And it's now Sunday, and I've been battling with this internal debate of 
practicing what I preach, which is actually like recognize, become aware of, and dissect the shoulds as they're popping up. And this is a big should that I should record a podcast because I've said I'm going to release episodes every Tuesday versus actually just showing up to record when I want to record and when I have something to talk about. And it's really hard to navigate the two because as much as I'd like to just blow off the should and say that that's stemming from the people pleaser in me or the perfectionist and not wanting to let people down, it's also like not wanting to let myself down. And because I've told myself that's what I want to do and I want to hold myself accountable, it's just this really like fine line and I don't actually know what the correct answer is. I think for me in this instance, the correct answer is releasing the expectation of having to do something and instead standing in my truth that I only want to show up when I'm in the right energy and there's a topic alive on my heart. But I also recognize that like life can get in the way and um, I've definitely been feeling a lot of imposter syndrome and just feeling like who the hell am I to be saying what I'm saying or are people even listening or is this message landing or am I just rambling? I've been really crapping on myself a lot lately for rambling and feeling like I am over explaining everything. And that's also something that is like an internal debate in my head where part of me is like, oh, well, that's just who I am and it's safe to be me. It's safe to be heard. It's safe for me to say whatever I want to say. And while that is true, on the flip side, I also recognize that my tendency to over-explain and to ramble is often coming up when I'm not feeling safe and it's my way of making sure that I'm not misunderstood because ultimately I'm still not feeling safe to be heard. And so, yeah, I'm not even sure what my point is here. I don't, I don't know that I have a point. I think I'm just practicing my ability to speak and kind of flexing that muscle of allowing myself to be heard and flexing the muscle of I can still show up even if I don't feel like I have a potent message or something super valuable to share. Because the truth is, is my words still matter. And really, I have no idea what's going to land for someone. I have no idea what you're going through right now. And if my experience is a parallel in some way to your current story or the story you're writing and the path that you're on. I have no idea how this is going to land. And I'm constantly reminding myself that I don't have to have the answers and I don't have to be an expert here and have a solution to give you or advice to offer or here's five tips on how to do XYZ or how to overcome XYZ. I don't, I don't have those five tips. If I did, I'd maybe be like rich by now, (laughs) but I'm not. Um, 
The other thing that's been getting in my way and that I've been meeting a lot of resistance is feeling like I need these like perfect environments and like an opportune time to record. Like there's been several moments where I've had the space, like the time space, like space in my calendar to go sit down and record something. But I'm, I'm noticing myself let excuses get in the way. The excuse of, oh, Aubrey's asleep on me and she's snoring. Or Aubrey's asleep on me and the fan's going on in the background. So the audio is not going to be good. Or the excuse of, um, I'm outside. Oh, perfect example. I'm outside right now and the dog's barking. Or there's cars going by. Or the other day it sounded like street cleaners on the road behind my house. And it's just like these constant excuses. And I think I'm doing it to, again, back to my old tendency of playing small and trying to fit inside this box. And for me, that box was being a perfectionist, being an overachiever, making sure whatever I deliver not only over delivers and exceeds someone's expectations, but also... I don't know, it was almost like this underlying competitiveness for me where I've wanted to, and I've only realized this recently, um, but almost like this underlying want to compete and do better than my peers because that's how I've valued myself or measured my self-worth. And so again, I'm just recognizing that I'm being a witness to it and instead of actually like attaching myself to it and identifying to it and let it be me, I'm detaching from it and just noticing and kind of watching it like when you're on an African safari. I say that as if like we all just go on African safaris. I've never actually been on an African safari. But I imagine if you're on an African safari and you're sitting in like the truck or Jeep thing that drives you through the safari, um, you don't just like stare at these animals as they're in their wild habitat. You just kind of like casually watch them. You don't really want them to notice you you're kind of pretending like you don't notice them, but at the same time, you're super curious and you want to know exactly what they're doing. That's kind of what I'm doing to myself when I notice these tendencies of mine continue to pop up. And I think that is part of how we can work through them because if we continue to identify with them or if we continue to just say, oh, well, that's how I am, or that's just my personality, or whatever it is, then you're basically like removing any space to move through it or past it and expand from it. And you're almost like stalling any growth. Um, And I don't know about you, but I'm not... I'm not in the business of doing that to myself. I I know that there's a lot out there for me and I know that I am worthy of it all. Um, and I just have to keep moving forward and allowing myself to expand and grow. And I think I have a little visitor coming to visit me on the deck. Hi, Aubrey.
Okay, Aubrey has now joined me on the deck. Um, her grandma, my mother-in-law, is an avid thrift shopper and garage sailor and Facebook marketplace deal finder. And um, she's always asking me what we need or want. And so I told her that we're on the lookout for a water table that's in decent shape and not super filthy because I just don't want to have to clean it. Um, and so she found us one. She found us this really cool double-decker water table that has a little umbrella. So when it's when summer decides to come, um, Aubrey can be in the shade. And so anyways, she brought it over this morning. And I haven't put water in it. And I'm probably not going to for a while because Aubrey has decided that it's a perfect container to sit in. So she climbs up and sits in the bottom portion of this water table and it's cute and I don't want to um ruin her fun so um yeah we'll put water in it when she actually starts using it as a water table oh dear and now she's gonna try to climb the umbrella pole okay I might need to pause this recording and parent for a second Okay, Aubrey's back in the house now, and something really cool happened. There was a big shift within me. Um, before I started recording this, like I mentioned, I've been just kind of having the internal debate of listening to the shoulds or not listening to the shoulds and just kind of contemplating how I want to show up and, um, yeah, just how I want to show up on this podcast and how I want to record. And when I decided to hit record 10 minutes ago, I told myself like, this doesn't actually have to be anything. Just like start talking and we'll see where it goes. And so sure enough, like now that I've been talking, I just feel this huge like pressure lift where I don't have to have this like super organized and thought out episode for you. Um, I can just talk and, um, yeah, I almost feel like there's wisdom coming through that I now want to share. And that's super, super cool because I think this is exactly how it's supposed to be. And it's happening in real time and I'm so glad you're listening. So the thing that just popped up for me as Aubrey was coming out is I easily could have been frustrated and said, Aubrey, no, no, I'm recording an episode right now. Please go in the house. And I could have shut the door and I could have basically like dismissed her and completely suppressed her need and desire for a moment of connection. And obviously I didn't um, because I don't do that. Um, that's not really how I parent. But it's also not how I treat my podcast. And because we're not going for perfect here and we're going for present, obviously I'm going to attend to the needs of my child, even if that means I'm mid-recording. But my point is, and the message I want to share from that, is toddlers, babies, kids, who, whatever age, um, <laughs> there's a lot of wisdom coming from them if we choose to listen. And I think of it similar to our emotions, much like a toddler who potentially just wants like a single moment of connection. All she wanted was for me to say, hi, Aubrey, and notice her and um, just actually, there's a really weird sounding bird above me. Um, 
that's not distracting at all. Anyways, all Aubrey wanted from me was to acknowledge her existence and connect with her and say hello. And I think our emotions are the same. So instead of consistently or constantly trying to suppress our emotions and not deal with them and pretend they don't exist and not have space for them, I think it's really, really important that we collectively get in the habit of not just naming them, because I think I think a lot of us don't have the vocabulary to name all of our emotions. That's something I've been working on. Um especially like sensations in the body. Like I really don't feel like I'm fluent in my vocabulary to name the sensations I'm feeling. And that's in large part to just how the world is right now. But my point is, is I think it's really important that we acknowledge and hold space for these emotions, these feelings, these sensations, these cyclical beliefs and patterns, all of the things like we need to actually notice them in order to work through them we have to feel them in order to work through them we can't just keep resisting them and it kind of creates that beach ball effect if we're constantly resisting it or ignoring it right it's like when you're in a pool and if you have a beach ball and you try to push the beach ball underwater it's obviously just going to keep popping up it's going to keep popping up And the more you try to press it down, the more pressure it has to just pop up even bigger. And I think toddlers are the same and emotions are the same. So, um, so the message I'm sharing is basically to feel your shit in the same way that you're not going to ignore your toddler or maybe you do, but I'm guessing you don't if you're kind of in the same space as me. I'm guessing you don't. I'm guessing you're very intentional and compassionate and conscious about how you show up as a parent with your children and even if you're not I bet it's something that you're working towards and so I want you to treat your emotions like you treat your toddler and then the next layer to add on to that which is maybe even harder is instead of having any judgment towards that emotion or that sensation or that belief that keeps popping up, I need you to start looking at it with this deep, tender, non-judgmental curiosity and compassion. Again, just like you do with your toddler, right? When Aubrey steps out onto the deck to quote-unquote interrupt me, I'm not barking at her to get out of my space. I'm curious and compassionate and attentive and I want to know what she needs or what she wants to show me or what she has to say Um, and so we need to be doing that to ourselves we need to be doing that to our own inner dialogue and our own bodily sensations and the communication that our body's trying to send us because that's the thing is our body is constantly sending us messages and I think culturally we've been taught how not to listen right we've been taught how to kind of bypass and just kind of like move past that because that stuff 
can sometimes feel like it gets in the way. And the thing is, is that's not working for us. It really isn't. Um, look at how the world is right now, right? We are all feeling massive disconnect. We collectively are burnt out. Um, we're seeing tons of chronic diseases and other things that are not great for our health that we know are in large part due to our lifestyle. And part of that lifestyle is how we treat our like psyche um, and how we, how we treat ourselves. And so, yeah, um, I could go on and ramble cause that's what I do best, but I would love for this episode to stay short and sweet and um, thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. Another thing that I've been working through since the launch of this podcast is just this very weird, uh, almost like mysterious feeling of never knowing who's actually listening, right? In contrast to being on Instagram and like talking on my Instagram stories, if I want to, I can scroll up and see who's seen it or obviously I know who's following me on Instagram I know who's liking my content um but there's a lot of mystery to this whole podcast thing I have no idea who's listening for all I know it's my mom listening 30 times in a row that would be very weird I actually don't think my mom listens at all she's not a podcast listener um and I don't think I don't think that's the case but anyways I have been genuinely curious about who's listening and I guess who my audience is because I think if I, if I knew, maybe I'd have more direction on what I want to talk about or what kind of guests I want to bring on. So if you have become an avid listener, if you have been listening since the beginning or even if you're just tuning in now but you plan to keep listening, I would really, really, really love if you say hi on Instagram. I would love to know um that you are a loyal supporter of this podcast because that helps me to want to keep going not that I need any external validation again something I'm working on and I don't I'm going to continue this podcast even if nobody was listening but it does just kind of give me I don't know a bit of a guide and a GPS of where I want to take it anyways okay thank you for listening have a lovely day I love you guys. Hey, before you go, I just wanted to say thank you for taking the time to listen to this episode. If you were thinking of anyone while listening, please send it their way. And if anything resonated with you or you love these conversations, please subscribe and leave a review. This really helps the podcast algorithms um, put my show in front of more people just like you. And the last thing, I would love nothing more than hearing from you. So say hi, DM me on Instagram, and give me a follow at Nicole Pazvier. Until next time. Bye.